place to hide I think I might start to ignite Start to ignite content for you guys a little overtime action just because it's kind of hard to get all the information we wanted out to you in just an hour span yeah i mean we're a show for the people by the people so for those of you who wanted an hour you got it and then uh for those of you who want a little overtime action with our guest you got it you got it so uh we have a few things we want to cover real quick we'll keep it short and sweet but uh ultimately there's some topics we definitely wanted to get more in depth about and uh, one of them has to do with our featured guest here. Um, so obviously his name is Matt, and uh, we have another Matt on the show who uh, hosts this show. And uh, to tell the difference, wait, 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 your, your name is Matt too. Sometimes, yeah, he goes by a couple other names, but Dad, Dad, uh, a o bitch, <laughs> uh, fag. Those are just all names my mom calls me. Sounds like a great lady. The holidays are always rough for him. <laughs> but uh, we have a pretty good story um, in regards to when when he started hanging out with us a few years back to uh, make it easier on all of us. We decided to give him a nickname. And uh, so we're going to talk about the story real quick. So you want to talk about it from the first person and kind of how it impacted you? Or uh, do you want me to tell it and then you can kind of give feedback? I say go ahead and tell it and I'll jump in. All right. So simple enough, uh, we are kind of – getting to the point where Matt had established himself, I guess, in our group. So we decided, you know what, we're going to try to tell him the, the difference. And uh, for some reason, we didn't go with Insulaco, which would have been pretty easy. Usually my friends go with Instant Taco, Taco. That's yeah. why I got called in high school. And, uh, yeah, we just we weren't as nice apparently. So what we did was we did a, a good old Google search, and uh, we looked up other, name, other words for the word Matt and uh, – Levi is another word for Matt in the Bible. So we decided to throw it out there one day and kind of stuck. I mean, It's stuck like glue. <laughs> yeah, and w nobody in the group has a nickname like it. And I want to kind of go in <laughs> where it kind of transforms. So it started with Matt, uh, obviously. Went to Levi. Went to Levi. Then it went to Levi Strauss. Mm -hmm. And then – Brian took it. Brian from took it Levi from Strauss. Strauss to pants. To pants. <laughs> to, to straight pants. So, yeah, and and basically from this point on, it got to the point where we would introduce him as Levi, and then that way it was just easier. And everybody thought it was my real name was Levi. It was Levi? I can't tell you how many people came up to me. and was like, your name's not Levi. Yeah. We thought it was this whole entire time. Yeah. So basically, and then I I've heard middle name. <laughs> Which we were discussing before, and Matt was like, your name is Matt Matt? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, it just it, it kind of stuck. It's just really funny because, like I said, nobody in the group really has uh, a set side name. And we never really got your feedback if you even like it or not. It, it just kind of stuck. It just, it, at that point, we were too far. Yeah. It was like having an accent and just carrying it out so long that you couldn't turn back on it. That you were like, this joke's Gone on too gone. far, but also this joke became real. Yeah, like I have to be this joke right now. Like the joke became me. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you are Levi at this point, and we didn't um, throw it out there too much on the last podcast. But I mean, in our group of friends, you're Levi, so I feel like it's more cash. Try to bring cash back. Short it up. Fe what was it? Fetch. Trying to make fetch that's, happen. That's never gonna happen, man. 
Matt's a huge Mean Girls fan. And, oh, yeah. and above Mean Girls, he's a huge Stick It fan. So. But I hear if you watch Mean Girls backwards, it's about a chick who gets bullied so much, she moves to Africa. <laughs> I've actually never heard that one before. It, yes, it, that's what happened. Actually. Matt watched Titanic backwards. Do you want to explain that one? It's crazy. This ma- great magical ship came out of the water and just saved all these people drowning. And then a love story backwards. I don't know. It's kind of awkward. It's, it's heroic, though. It was more of like a breakup, and then they ended up like not knowing each other. That's how bad it was. Yeah, one of them came out of the water. But that's most breakups, though. We don't want to know each other afterwards. All ties were cut, that's yeah. for sure. That's the way you do it. And apparently he can breathe underwater. <laughs> he might be a – he's a merman. Oh, good old Jack. That was funny. Yeah, Jack Dawson. Shout out. Any Leo movie, shout out. He's one of the goats of acting. But is he, like, the MJ of acting? Yeah, it goes down a weird alley because there's some actors that are very good that are in some bad light right now that uh, we probably shouldn't even talk about them on our podcast because it's, it's not even worth our time. I'm not going to lie. I came a, became a bigger Kevin Spacey <laughs> fan. And he did it. <laughs> and we went there. <laughs> yeah. It's just – it's a shame. Some So uh, – I'll ask you because I think – or, I mean, anybody who wants to respond on it because uh, we don't know the proper way to do it. So, obviously, if you've never watched House of Cards, for example, someone posted a, a, a blog and said, should we watch House of Cards? Or how do you approach watching a show with – it doesn't even matter Kevin Spacey. It could be anybody who's done something bad that, like, you can't separate the personal from the professional. Like, how do you justify it? And, like, how do you get yourself to watch it? We watch the NFL every Sunday. Yeah. It's no different. It is true. And you, I, w- you watch people, you know, rate rise your, your wife, beat her in the elevator, drag her out, or. Yeah. And, and you're not saying anything rude. You've seen the footage. It's yeah. it's real. Mm, he's innocent. <laughs> I'm on Ray's side. No, it, like, you're, it's, it's so, you want these guys to be violent on the football field. And then, granted, you don't want them to be violent off of it. But when it happens, you're like. I mean, it sucks, and it's sad, and it's wrong, but y- these guys are human, too. It's hard to turn off the switch sometimes. Yeah, you can't. There's not a, there's but no that way. probably has nothing to do with molesting people, because Kevin <laughs> 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 I just get these looks like, wow, you're messed up. But I kind of like the, the overtime, because it feels like an unfiltered part. I feel like, I don't know, we're, go- we're going there. That's what overtime is in any sport. Yeah, true. you got to go for it. You're going for it. You're fourth and 27 you're gonna kick you're, you're gonna try to kick that in 79 yard field goal yeah or if it's uh playoff hockey you know we're gonna go the full 20 minutes without a commercial break that's true fair enough extra innings in baseball yeah let's go grab a hot dog <laughs> in the, you know 10th inning let's keep it going yeah yeah unfortunately they stopped selling beer in the seventh inning so you can't really enjoy extra innings but that's fine and i was surprised we we usually have a bud light available around here and we, uh, I hate to say it, but we did this podcast with without the use of Bud Light at all. You know, I'm still bitter that they haven't sponsored me since our last podcast. So you're kind of on a holdout? Yeah. While contract negotiations? Yeah, are. contract negotiations are heating up, and it's actually just me emailing them a lot. <laughs> and they just don't, they keep sending me one email, one word, unsubscribe. <laughs> and so. Please. I don't know what that means. I think that means they want me to keep emailing them. I think it's like like unsubscribe from 
emails, like just try calling us from now on. Like, I'm not gonna say like I am fully responsible for all of Bud Light's success, but their stock would definitely take a hit if I stopped drinking Bud Light. Didn't you have a classic photo in Chicago? Just everything that I am about it really was in that photo. I just, I mean, for me, seeing you without a can of Bud Light is like, it's like Jesus without Christmas, you know? I think it's saying something way worse. <laughs> it's got to be way worse. I think, I think you're saying it's like Jesus without the cross. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like that, you know? For those that haven't seen the picture, it's uh, it's Matt standing in front of a... you got to post it. Yeah, we'll just post just it. post it. Don't say anything, but everybody go look at this photo. Just post that it. That is true. If you're listening to Overtime right now and you you happen to be lucky, we'll we'll tweet about it, and uh, or maybe we'll start an Instagram and we'll post pictures that we talked about. That way, it kind of makes sense as to what's going on. I don't know. Either way, you'll see the, the you'll see the photo eventually. Yep. You'll have your chance to get us back. I'm sure at some point. There's plenty of pictures that have filtered. Through the years. I just don't take pictures. I don't have any blackmail on anybody. All that the blackmail is on me. <laughs> That's because they're all on my f- my old phones. Your all your <laughs> all your phones you use. It's like a document of my life. Yeah, and basically you're too incapacitated to ever take a picture. So we should try a new blog, like pictures Matt takes while drunk, and just see the quality. I've never been drunk a day in my life. You mean sober? I might be drunk right now. Well, Matt once went 12 years without drinking. Yep. Want to tell him what happened? I turned 13. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Classic. Ever. <laughs> and you want to talk about classics is any time that Matt retweets, if you ha- don't follow him, he is at Matthew T. Clark. 10. 10. Super long. Um, but if you get there, he always retweets something along the lines of, if you guys have seen Rocky Four. It's always when Ivan Drago is looking at the camera and he goes, if he dies, he dies. It doesn't matter what it says above it. It could be like when you're roasting your friends and you got one more joke that will put them to sleep or whatever. Yeah. Or when you give your guy the, the last shot before he blacks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. I think it just works in every facet of life. It's so funny. It is funny. And if you don't think it's funny, fuck you. For real. It's funny. I'm funny. Tell me I'm funny. You're funny, man. Thanks. I couldn't think of, of a funnier co-host. We tried, <laughs> but I couldn't think of <laughs> Nobody <anyone>. responded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't have any other emails. Yeah, that's fine. All right, one. let's, uh, yeah, let's wrap it back up. on um, topic. <laughs> yeah, um, we were going to talk about the Heisman, though, when we were talking NCAA football. And I had a little bit of a shout-out I wanted to do, but I forgot about it, too. Um Northwestern football, dude, ranked for once and moving up the ranks. Seven and three, only three losses. One of them is to Penn State, the other is to Wisconsin. And there's only one notable loss that's pretty bad, and that's to Duke when they got blown out. <laughs> but other than that, dude, shout out to Fitz and the boys. Yeah, keep it rolling. Hopefully that you see them in a bigger game. I'd like to see them, like, play for a Big Ten championship one day. I know that's – not that cool at the end of the day, but it, it's awesome. Well, normally if you're in the Big Ten Championship, you're usually in the hunt for the college football playoffs. So. Yeah, and if Wisconsin starts losing, please, then uh, Northwestern's in second in that division. So that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. 
Um, but we're going to talk about the Heisman. And I'll we're start it off because – You're just going to say your pick and then we just kind of go around and then Yeah, talk we'll kind of battle royale. If we were voters, like where we put the vote and then I don't know if there's any stats you guys have too. But um, I'm a big fan of the fucking running back. So it doesn't matter – College or pro, run the damn ball. I know it's it's turned into a spread offense type of environment, but Bryce Love out of Stanford, dude, he's averaging 182 yards a game, which is just unreal. He's a beast. Yeah. And I looked up, and I was like, you know what, that is a lot of yardage, but maybe he has a shitload of carries, right? So I looked at stats to try to defunk my own opinion. 9.6 yards per carry. He's essentially getting a first down with every carry. He's a human first down. And he's got uh, 15 rushing touchdowns, 16-22 is how much yards. So he has 1,622 yards already. So he'll definitely get to 2,000. There's probably no doubt about that, unless, you know, he gets hurt. But Christian McCaffrey was there last year, and he's a dual threat. But, like, this dude's not getting talked about the same way that McCaffrey was. And that's why I think he should win the highest, or at least be in contention, because Stanford's a badass school, and the that division – Granted, there's a few two um, lost teams in there, but that's a pretty good division, the Pac-10. Or I guess it's the Pac-12 now. Yeah, it's a power five. Yeah, it's a big school. Washington's stellar. USC, obviously, is stellar. Um, Washington State. So, Oregon, they're still good teams. He's not doing it against terrible competition. Yeah. Um, last week, they played Washington, and he dropped 180 on them, or 170 on them. Like, and the Pac-12 Pac has a little better defense than the Big t Big 12. Yeah, it's not not as prolific offenses, but the defense is you could definitely say is better. So I'll give you guys some bait here on this. So when I was obviously finalizing stats to to help back up, you know, like why I think so, I looked at his receiving stats, and so comparing McCaffrey, this dude has 31 receiving yards on the year. This running back. 31 receiving yards. And last game, he got a catch for 16 yards. So minus that, four catches for 15 yards. Yeah, but that's the offense at Stanford. They do the power eye and they power run it. But yeah. you're not really asking your running back to make a lot of catches out of the backfield. Yeah. It's just funny to me because it's like you can make that same argument, you know, dual threats and stuff like that. I think any one of us in this room could have – more yards receiving at that position for that team right now. Probably. You just got to get your playmakers the rock, you know? Yeah. Dwayne the rock. Special shout out. By the way, the rock, he tweeted yesterday about the sexiest man alive and that he was, he was the previous winner. And uh, he was like, just so you guys know, they didn't want to have the same sexiest man alive moving forward. So they basically had to give, give it up. Um, but he still thinks he's the sexiest. I agree. Life. I don't blame you. I'd let him drop the people's elbow on me any day. Would you let Rakishi do a stink face, uh, face in order to be with The Rock? What do you mean be with The Rock? Like date him? Whatever you want. Or like hang out with him? It's like, the, you know that closet game in middle school, Seven Minutes in Heaven? Oh, I, I played a way different closet <laughs> game. <laughs> Yours was a lifetime, though. It wasn't seven <laughs> minutes. Yeah, seven years. <laughs> It'd be seven minutes with the rock. You could do whatever you want. You could play Scrabble, or he could Scrabble you. You could smell what he's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. Yes, the answer is yes. 
to any question you ever have about the Rockford guest. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so any of you, what do you guys think about, so we can argue, I guess, our points um, for them, but I want to see who everyone thinks is the Heisman winner right now. You want to go first, Matthew, or do you want me to? I guess I'll go. Okay. Um, honestly, my pick would have to be Baker Mayfield out of uh, Oklahoma. Um, you look at the games that he's played and, you know, ranked teams, OSU, you know, 386 yards, three touchdowns. He comes back to, uh, you know, the Texas game, 302. Yeah, he only threw two touchdowns. Um, you have that Oklahoma State where they just came out firing. It was just I don't think I don't think the defense was out there at all. They had one guy, and I think they mistaken him for the ref. Yeah, or the ball boy. Uh, yeah, I w- we weren't sure who he was. But his stats on that, he attempt he had 36 attempts for 598 yards, five touchdowns. And then he has TCU where he attempted 27, 333 yards, three. But at the end of the day, he's Winning, their only loss is to Iowa State. That's a good point. I think if you're going to win the Heisman, it, it's I think it's an offensive award now, and I think your team has to be relevant. Yes, that's why I think Baker, if he keeps doing what he's doing, I mean, eight of the last ten Heisman winners have been quarterbacks, and for good reason. Yeah, I mean, who was the last running back that actually got it? Uh, Derek Henry two years ago. Yeah, but he was a monster back yeah. then. I mean, they're all monsters in college until they get into the NFL. Yeah. Just ask what like Vince Young and you know Matt Leinart are doing <laughs> these days. Yeah, really. But, yeah, I agree. I would go with Baker. I mean, he also has five rushing touchdowns. He completes, He's completed 71% of his passes. He has 3,965 passing yards and has 40 passing touchdowns. That's just passing. That's not including rushing of any sort. Yeah, and uh, he definitely makes a difference because the Heisman, really what it is, it's uh, basically the most valuable player. And he does make uh, – with the ba- without Baker Mayfield, OU is not a top ten team. But with him, he's in, they're in contention for a national title. Yeah. I mean, granted, their next two games is West Virginia. I don't know how – you know they're not very relevant these days, and yeah, but K- he's in KU. Yeah, he's already played his big games. Like yeah. he's shown up, like the Oklahoma State game. Bedlam is always crazy, and he showed out. And the Red River rivalry that's always a big game. Yeah, is, is it the sh- is it the shootout now? What the is Red it? The Red River shootout. They changed that name like nineteen times. Yeah, it wasn't much of a shootout, but I mean it was. Texas almost came back. They did almost. But at that point, th- I mean the game was over. Yeah, but they're. They have KU in West Virginia, so I think as long as he goes out and performs, I think he's got this actually in the bag. Yeah, and uh, I wholeheartedly believe he's going to win. I mean, they, they do – the ESPN experts put out their their thoughts and they vote on it. And he received all 12 of the first-place votes. And that hasn't changed in t- the second week in a row they've done that. And so those guys usually aren't – that far off, and if he just keeps doing what he's supposed to be doing, it's basically his award to lose. And the thing that really hurts Bryce Love is he doesn't have a lot of receiving yards. And I thought, was it last year when Christian McCaffrey uh, broke 
Barry Sanders' record for all-purpose yards? All-purpose yards, yeah. That there, he should have won the Heisman easily. That should have even been close. And a lot of people, though, don't like Baker Mayfield. They think he's just like a Johnny Manziel part two, but I think he's a way better passer than Johnny ever was. Yeah, he was, of course. And he's just – he's a beast. He's a winner. And I think they'll end up being in the college football playoff because of him. Yeah. I mean, OU has to win out, though, for him to, to stake it, to steal it away. Um, and I think what hurt like guys like Lamar Jackson is having an he- a Heisman year the year before because you have to live up to the year before. Yeah, you set the bar so high. And he Always. even he, though, I mean, his stats are still off the charts. He has over 3,000 yards passing and over 1,100 yards rushing. Yeah. And he has 21 passing touchdowns and 15 rushing touchdowns. Like, that's stupid. Yep. That's like video game stats. But once you have a great season – if there's only been one guy ever to repeat as a Heisman winner, and that was Archie Griffin. Yeah, and that was back in the old days, too. Nowadays, yeah. people are even more hesitant to, to vote, I think, for the same person. Yeah, because when Johnny Manziel won it, the year after, he had way better stats, but he, I don't think he was even invited to New York. Was no. He? No, he voted. He was up there on stage. By the way, I just saw a picture of Manziel. It's, it's on Instagram, and um, I wish I could live broadcast it. Can someone pull up their phone while we're live broadcasting? So right now we're on Periscope too, and uh, that way you guys can see us do our overtime sesh. Um, but it's on uh, Barstool Sports, and it's Johnny Manziel's summer bod right now. That dude's so big, and he wants to make a comeback. Dad bod. Yeah. He's in the CFL now, isn't he? He didn't get approved. He yet. didn't get approved. No. That guy was a. Uh, Thank you for talking about that. He was the youngest head coach ever to make the CFL. Uh, we. CFL is like the so June Jones is a head coach in the CFL, and he has the rights to RG3 and Johnny Manziel if they play in the CFL. That'd be insane. And I think both those guys, if they do want to legit come back to the NFL, that would be perfect because he has coached in the NFL, and he's a go- quarterback guru. Yeah. And I think that would be pretty awesome to see either. I love, I'm love. i a fan of both those guys. I know Manziel is kind of a dick. And he's just throwing his opportunity away. But he's a good enough player and athlete to play in the NFL. And yeah, I think bring back Colt McCoy. Bring back Colt Brennan. Yeah, bring I, back I think he's all dead. <laughs> Rest in peace, Colt Brennan. Yeah, I, w- I miss that guy. That was a cool time, dude. Because obviously, so Maddie's from Hawaii, and uh, Colt Brennan had that team winning some damn game. I mean, J- June Jones too, obviously. Yeah. And. Uh, that team was athletic at wide receiver. But that was a cool time for college football, man. Yeah, th- throwing up 50 points a game, 400 yards a game, and just slinging it everywhere. It's pretty cool. And then they play Georgia, and then the rest is history. Yeah. Sad history, of course. Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty safe. I mean, I agree with you guys on, on the Baker Mayfield. I'm just kind of bitter that he left Tech, obviously. And I'm sure I don't know the circumstances as to why, because I thought – for sure that he'd be a badass. He lost his job. He got hurt and lost his job. Yeah, but then, like, it just shows you he goes to OU, one of the best programs in the country, walks on, basically. Then they say, oh, yeah, we'll give you a scholarship. But then just levels the competition, man. And they're also doing it without Bob Stoops. Yeah, which is even crazier. Yeah. Which, you want to talk about crazy, I'm going to kind of switch the subject here, but my dad actually just sent me a screenshot of mm-hmm. what happened in Tampa Bay tonight with between the 
Stars and the Lightning. Mm-hmm. So Ben Bishop's big return back, first time. You know, gets the standing ovation. What do the star- What do uh, what do, what do the Lightning do? Put up six goals on Bishop. Yeah, that's pretty goals. much what you predicted. This is uh, he's not in Tampa Bay anymore. This so I thought that was pretty crazy though. That is crazy. Stamkos with two goals. It looks like Kucherov. Those guys just lighten it up though. Those guys are on a different level. And I w- we made a joke I think last week when we talked because we we're like. Who's the third guy in that line? And you go, who the fuck cares? <laughs> they are they got about sixty points to themselves. It doesn't even matter. It's so funny. Um, yeah, I'm frustrated with the NHL right now. <sighs> the Blackhawks need to get some defense. I can't say that I'm frustrated though. No, you're not. You're in a good spot right but now. But then again, it, it just takes getting the playoffs for me to get frustrated. So that is true. There's a different time come playoffs. Yeah. But hey, it'd be cool to see the Golden Knights and to see all those. Um, It'd be cool to see the Lightning go back to the Stanley Cup. They were fun to play against, too. So I'm sure whoever they'd play in the West would be awesome. Um, Want to talk about MVPs? And the um, it's kind of breaking because we were about to start the podcast the first time and uh, came through. We got the NL MVP, Giancarlo Stanton. Hard to argue that one. I think Votto and um, – You beat Votto out by two votes. And it sucks for Votto because Votto has been – legit carrying the Reds for a long time. Um, but 59 home runs it nowadays, I mean, it's just hard to hit. It's hard to argue with that, too. That's like that's like Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa type stuff. Yeah. But then again, they were also on steroids. So I wouldn't be uh, as, as fucking mad about it. I wouldn't be shocked if, if something came out saying he was on something. Yeah. Which, cool, great. That makes the game fun. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be shocked. And on the positives, the spin of it is, say he never gets caught with steroids ever, 59 home runs is a fucking ass load. I mean, really, like, you go back to the, f- the next time you see all that stats before the steroid era is Babe Ruth, Roger Maris, and all those guys. I mean, that's crazy. And he was on beer and hot dogs. Yep. The ultimate steroids. Yeah. <laughs> you got that American r- roids. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no disagreement for me on that. Um, do you guys have any disagreements? Um, I was just going to make, we could talk about the AL yeah, MVP yeah. and then talk about just what I was thinking in general, but yeah. Jose Altuve with the AL MVP, I'm pretty sure we can all agree on that one too. The dude was, I mean, he's on another level. He, he's smaller than most baseball players ever, historically. He's the s- tied for the smallest MVP, and that MVP was Dustin Pedroia. Yeah, and... I mean, you're talking about two elite players, obviously, and any time that your MVP leads you to a World Series, I mean, that's special, too. Yeah, I mean, that has to d- 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 definitely helped his case that they won, and he performed very well at the highest level. Yeah, he was unreal. And, th- I mean, that Houston team's super good, so it's hard because it's hard to get an MVP on a team of MVPs, like Springer and um, obviously Verlander. It's tough. It's hard. It's hard to be like to say he's the absolute. That's the only disagreement I have. Is like that team is super good, and so the usually stats help pat it. But the thing is, Altuve gets on base and doesn't necessarily have to bring in RBIs. He's just that. Yeah, but I do think though that the I think the NFL MVP and the baseball and uh, uh, baseball MVP is requires other guys helping you get yeah. there. 
Like, people pitch differently to Jose Altuve because he is surrounded by just studs that yeah. can crank. And and you need guys on base to get RBIs. And it's just it's stupid the, how good that lineup was. And yeah. also, Jose Altuve, his strike zone is so small yeah. that it's going to be right where he wants it because that that's true. the only way it's a strike. And yeah. that definitely helps. Not saying like, you still have to swing and hit the ball. Still got to do the work. But it's. I'm just saying it's a lot easier for a guy that's five six uh, versus Stan who's six six. Yeah. Or Judge, who's what like ten two. And there's nothing to take away from Judge either because he'll win an MVP if he just continues to lower strikeouts and just hit the same way he does. But the dude is the rookie of the year. Yeah. The only thing that like if he wouldn't have set the record for most games consecutively striking out, he would have won the MVP easily. Yeah. But he broke a, a 40-year-old record well, and substantially broke it. He did. <laughs> and I just think he'll he'll probably win one just because he hit so many home runs, but it's home run, strikeout, walk. Yeah. Those are basically his only options. But I'll, I'll say this for him, and you know this, I hate the Yankees, and obviously you do too, um, like being a Red Sox fan. And it's like they have not built a team around young players since Jeter. Like, legitimately, yeah. they usually just buy their way. And so for them to even have a rookie of the year, the Yankees, that's fucking crazy. That means that they're f- the trades, the, the management, it's all working finally. Yeah, and they're kind of getting away from uh, buying their championships, which is actually kind of nice. As you have the money. I think, uh, yeah, but I think a lot of people, that's one of the reasons why people hate the Yankees is because they go out and get A-Rod and, like, the Giambis. What would you call me? A rod. <laughs> but I, it's like, so when I look back, I think, so a guy, Paul Goldschmidt, he plays first base for the Diamondbacks. I think he has Michael Jordan syndrome to where this guy could win the MVP and probably deserves to win the MVP year in and year out. But because he set the bar so high, like, you could argue that Jordan should have gotten MVP every single year he played. Yeah. You look at his off years and you're like, that's still an MVP season. Yeah, and so this guy l- this past year hit 297, 36 home runs, 120 RBIs. And he's a gold glove caliber first baseman. And it's just his stats are off the charts year in and year out, but because he's so good all the time, yeah, he's not going to win the MVP every year. You're right. So you're a victim of, of, of your own talent. Yeah, you're a victim of your own success, and that's fine. It's good for personal ways, but it just sucks when you're like, I can't win an MVP award because I didn't drop 35 points a game. Yeah, and like <laughs> Mike Trout. Yeah, and Mike Trout has the same problem. I mean, he's finished in the top three of voting the last seven years. The only reason why he didn't this year is because he was hurt for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like him and Goldschmidt might retire as the best players at their position ever. Yeah. Hall of Fame, first ballot, unanimous. And they don't win an MVP th- as often. Yeah, as they probably should. And the re- I mean, Stan won it because he hit so many home runs. But he was on a terrible team. He, they sucked. It's hard to stay positive when your team's losing that bad. And and also, I mean, let's bring up the fact that they went through tragedy last year, and it's hard to just come back from a big cornerstone of your franchise. Y- you were gonna just build gone the franchise around it, just gone. Yeah, and because of his own stupidity. Yeah, and that's a huge reason why Stanton even re-signed the contract he did because he knew he'd get paid no matter where the hell he went. Doesn't matter. Yeah, because he'll his next pay his next contract is gonna be the biggest one ever. Yeah, and then 
It's just every year there's going to be one of those guys like the Bryce Harpers and the Clayton Kershaws. Like they're going to get these huge contracts. Yeah. And it's just it's stupid. So, do you want to take a moment while we have a Cardinals fan here to um, to talk about the potential Bryce Harper going free agent, not this season, but obviously after the next season, and uh, the rumors about he wants to be a Cub. What would that mean, dude, to sign Bryce Harper and have him batting behind Rizzo and Bryant? And we'll get a we'll get an unbiased Cardinal opinion too. I think it's a biased opinion. <laughs> I meant like unbiased to the Cubs, definitely biased about the Cardinals. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're it's it's like when we signed Hayward for that monster deal. They're Who two different players though. Who's gonna be where? If you're gonna keep both of them? And you want Four Schwarber. Three infielders. <coughs> Just get rid of the catcher. Just throw it close. It's going to be a strike if the guy catches it yeah. or not. Javi can play second short, the new the new position. You're just going, I think Javi just plays Rover regardless. Yeah. I think, like, oh, they're shifting, but they're not. I think Javier Baez just kind of is like, I want to stand here for this play. Yeah. He's like, whatever play that I have to dive and make an extravagant play, this yeah. is where I'm standing because I know I'm out of position. Yeah. And they want it to happen so bad that um, Harper went to a Vegas Blackhawks game and he wore a Blackhawks hat instead of uh, – the Vegas hat. Yeah, because he's from Even Vegas. Even though he's from Vegas. And then uh, prior to that, he's been wearing Bulls, Bears, and he's not even from Chicago. So it's just funny that it keeps fueling the rumors. And then his wife posted, like, an Instagram with uh, with Chris Bryant's wife. It was, like, future back-to-back home runs, hashtag. And so basically they're trying to make it happen. I it's mean, that lineup would be pretty stellar. It would be crazy. What do you think, man? And, and by the way, while we do have you, what do the Cardinals got to do to step up? to the next level. I mean, they've been the dominant team of the two for a while, so. It's been a little weird having uh, them not in the playoffs and not succeed in the playoffs because growing up we've been spoiled with championships, unlike the Cubs. Um, so for them to get back on track, I mean, we got to get our pitching back. Um, you know, we got guys subpar. You know, we had Waka come out. He was decent. Wainwright gets hurt. You know, Lance Lynn was off and on throughout throughout the year, which he's now a free agent. He's not re-signing. Um, but for, for Bryce Harper to go to the Cubs, it would honestly – it would only bother me if St. Louis didn't counter it with something else of their own. And try. Yeah. And try. I know that, like, for the Cardinals, they've always been a – through the farm system. Farm club through team. the farm system. So for them to go out and get people like Dexter Fowler, uh, you know, sign people, it's it's not it's not their way. They usually yeah. a, a give up, you know, prospects and picks to get what they yeah. want, or it comes up. So they definitely need to do it moving forward. Is what you're saying? They they need they'll, they'll they'll have to do something. Yeah, I think our biggest the biggest part is is pitching, and I think if you add another bat into there, yeah, that's that 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 really helps. Yeah, I would say we're about to to wrap up overtime here. I was yeah, going to no. say, though, that, like, piggyback of what Levi was saying, was the Cardinals are the Cardinals for a reason. They, they're they the second, arguably the second greatest franchise when it comes to championships. Mm-hmm. And they did do it the right way. They did build their team from within. But nowadays, it's, it's hard to do that. Like, yep. y- unless you want to do the Houston Astros route and have three years in a row of 100 losses and literally get top three picks three years in a row, like – 
if you want to do that, that's fine. But the Cardinals aren't like that. They are built to win. And they don't have – like, with their off years – they're still winning. It's a games. wild card. Yeah. And they're still in the playoffs. They're still in the hunt. They're still in the mix. And the, you just, if you don't want to have to g- basically start from scratch, which they never do, yeah. and they'll figure it out. I mean, they've been doing it a long time. Of course. Yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty much uh, our wrap up. I was going to say a little bit of overtime sesh. Uh, we wanted to get some more words with Levi while he was here. And um, if you haven't checked us out, the original podcast, uh, we did about an hour and five minutes or so. Um, part two. And this is our overtime sesh. And uh, check us out next week. Hashtag Twisted Thursday. At the Twisted Irony. We cannot explain how important it is that you follow us, you subscribe to our podcast, and you literally provide feedback. I don't care if it's a three. I'd rather be a three-star podcast with, like, 100 people voting on it than a five-star with one. Yeah. Which, by the way, we are. (laughs) We are a five-star podcast right now. Come at us, Chris D'Elia, Joe Rogan. (laughs) And uh, thanks again for listening. Yep, thanks, guys. Love you. Be excellent to each other. And stay classy.